Namaste. This is Maya Tiwari. For the last 35 years in surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of healing, health, self-peace. I am the founder of the Wise Earth School of Ayurveda, first of its kind in North America. I'm also the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings Ayurveda and yoga education to at-risk communities in New York's inner cities, free of charge. I am a featured speaker for the Parliament of the World Religions and other major conferences. I have been promoting the cultivation of inner harmony and healing and the work of the Peace Mandala for the past almost four decades. We are here today with my podcast, Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today's episode is more about the questions we may be asking ourselves rather than the answers we are looking for. My questions come from being trained for the most part of my life in a gurukul, and that is a Sanskrit word that means it could mean a monastery, but a Vedic monastery, but it means the stringent teachings of the Vedas. And when I say stringent, stringent, I mean in a disciplined environment of mind and heart and soul. An ancient system of learning, Vedic learning, set up by the rishis or sages from time immemorial that still exists in a handful of places in India. It is not the formal academic education, although I've already also had that training up to a certain level of college. But then when I pursued the American dream of becoming well-known, recognized, famous in the urban heart of New York City for being a fashion designer. I was also contributing and participating in the belief system that has been set up by the commercial entities of our modern era. I did not realize it then, being a young adult, that we were fastened to false patterns of behavior that are the direct result of the recreation of life itself. But I was fortunate in that I had cancer at an early age and it rerouted my journey back to not only the motherland that is a physical place of India, of Bharat, but it rerouted my trajectory to going back to the wisdom of ancestors. Now, I am almost 70 years old. I have been teaching and practicing self-health and Ayurveda and Vedic wisdom 
for almost four decades, mostly in North America, but throughout the world as well. And the questions that I want to address today will hopefully resonate within each one of you, my listener, my tribe, and perhaps together we can intuit, we can manifest and bring forth the change that we so need in our time. Mired in centuries of falsified history, we're fastened to false patterns of behavior that are the direct result of the recreation of life itself, and this has only occurred in the last few centuries. This malady has become the accepted norm of our culture, and it began with colonization in the era that we called Christianity. When European powers sought to exercise its egoistic avarice and sense of superiority by violently usurping all that was material to the earth. First off, they eradicated native superiority by violently usurping that which was the material wealth to earth and of earth. They eradicated native populations throughout the world and in the process sought to destroy Mother Earth herself. Violence Savagery, murder, eradication of native lifeways that held the secrets to Mother Earth's wellness and sustenance, meaning its citizens as well. This multi-fanged impact of colonization upon civilization can be visualized thusly. We are squarely seated in a spiraling vortex in a dark abyss held by a cacophony of discordant sounds where the soul of consciousness is being progressively stripped to the bare. The ominous stretching of colonization spiraled into endless numbers of vitiated cycles that have served to cloud, nullify, dull, the potent human awareness. If we can say that there is one singular gift of humanity that is under attack and has been under attack since the onset of colonization, we can clearly put that as human awareness under siege. Put another way, the devaluation of human awareness appears to be the goal of our present global culture. Now I promised a set of questions. 
having made my statement. We have successfully converted life from being an alive, breathing, pranic, organic phenomenon to a mundane commodity that is being system systemically commoditized and controlled. Put another way, the dulling of communal consciousness or the killing of the individual awareness. Who created the patriarchal power-driven wars over territories and culture? Did you know that in the last three centuries our world has not been without a war, a global war, or a territorial war, or a communal war, or a cultural war, or the war of governments? in particular. How did we create the lethal offsprings of war, which is chemical weaponry, that had been generated from the battlegrounds into nature herself, that noxious chemical poison that is introduced in the era of toxic agriculture, that included the farming and slaughtering processes of innocent animals, the pollution of our atmosphere, water, land, the bioengineering of Mother Nature's perfect seeds, the genetic manipulation of seeds, plants, animals, and the human person. Is this not the desanctification of human awareness? Are we not slackening the power of our own intuition, our greatest gift as human beings? And is this power being replaced by inert algorithms and theorems? How did we create the pseudo forms of health and healing? Well, with the eradication of native people, their culture, came the loss of native medicine wisdom, replaced just two centuries ago by chemical medicines based on allopathic principles, with its soaring health care costs, its imbalance of medical resources, its, the inefficiency of its own systems and its administration the inconvenient medical experiences thereof, and not to mention the unintuitive trainings the doctors undertake to become prescribers of various drugs that enrich Big Pharma. Now, modern medicine is distancing itself even farther away from the value of human life. It is diving deeper into the abyss of cutting-edge technologies in medicine under the delusion, or at least the hope, of cutting healthcare costs, 
of improving patient experience, hopefully their health as well, and their healthcare service quality. These new medical in advances include, but are not included, not limited to, genetic engineering, the Internet of Things, big data, artificial intelligence, and the 5G wireless transmission. Religions also became modernized as political weapons shrouded in the doctrine of this false system. How then are we to trust what we have become? And that is the question. For centuries we have retrained, we have re-entrained our behavioral pattern from generation to generation to follow falsified history, its structures, its methodologies that have removed us farther and farther away from the sanctity of Mother Earth and the sanctity of our own personal awareness. Every science that we so applaud, every medical breakthrough that we so applaud, everything that has become the way of life in every country in our world has been impacted and influenced heavily by a falsified history that has severed us from our own innate intelligence. To the extent that we may remember some parts of history in terms of the victimization of native lands, native people, Mother Earth, organic, anything. But it's still theory to us. We still do not truly understand the impact of that quantum shift that severed part of our intelligence and sought to control that awareness. So we have been taught to disrespect, disregard, and marginalize the true gems of this earth. And that is the simple, the organic, the natural, the cyclical, the seasonal, the lunar, the solar the life ways that are controlled only by Mother Earth and will always be controlled only by Mother Earth regardless of the degree of intrusion and usurping that we have successfully done upon her. We sing the mantra daily of being tied to Mother Earth and her beauty and and re-evaluating our use of resources and bringing back everything that is ecologically honest, humble, real, and pure. But we are a very long way from doing it because we are still using the old falsified veneers and structures and facades and veils and, 
and rationales which we considered so illumined and so intelligent because it had been marketed thusly for you. And so as we consider it, we can only look briefly that little incredible glint and glimmer of truth that occasionally squeezes through the cracks of an occupied brain that is just spiraling in its own abyss of discordance. We've got to make that shift, don't we? A shift back to the real history of our world. To simply take back the honor and the authority of Mother Earth herself and revere that incredible, luminous, divinely illuminating nature. That miracle, that miraculous, that phenomenal sense that we have replaced with something that is so inert. We must take back the phenomenon and we must rid the false facades of delusions because they are based in the commodities where our lives and our world and our values have become commoditized to the material values only. In losing track of our own personal awareness, we are losing our soul. I watch and I see and I have experienced in the last while the brutalities of dehumanized people and their actions. And I can assure you, I don't even think that they know what is happening. But we are all at risk at losing the brilliance of our souls. And this is not to scare anyone. This is simply my own personal observation. So we must take back the miracle that is Mother Nature, and therefore the miracle that is our own humanity of awareness, that sentient sense of being, of knowing what is of value and what is not, of letting go of the material pursuits that we are so attached to, of taking the chance to lead a simple, organic and beauteous life within Mother Nature, of having food for one be food for all, of not participating and subscribing to the elitist movement of food and of wealth. There's nothing wrong with wealth. 
in the Vedic wisdom we are told of the four Purushartas or pursuits that's part of human destiny, individual destinies. Some have more an investment in artha or wealth and they come into wealth. Others of illumination of the soul and of the awareness of being conscious is called moksha. Others of a system of desire, karma. Many artists, but not all artists, are just in the region of karma. There's nothing wrong with desires. So basically, we there is nothing wrong with wealth. There is nothing wrong with being a farmer, there's nothing wrong with being a doctor, there's nothing wrong with being a teacher, there's nothing wrong with being a simple person who just lives on the earth. The difficulty here is what our awareness has become tethered to, what we have given up in terms of the oxygen and prana of our own living humanity and what we must reclaim. And each one of us will reclaim it differently depending on which Purusharta we are born into karmically, and that is fine. We've always had a division of wealth in every yuga, every term, every era, on every epoch of life. And so, that is not the problem. The problem is having a homogenized, androgynous sense that material commodity is our star quest. It is not. It is not. Our quest, really, for each one of us, regardless of our karma, is that of awareness. To reach the full potential of human awareness is what is called divine, which is God, which is goddess, which is any word you put to it. So, in my series of examples are the questions themselves. And I hope we can look at them and bring our own thought process through our own awareness to an understanding that belongs to our awareness. Peace be your journey and blessings. Thank you for listening.